You are listening to Motivating from the Six, episode 93. The life lessons that we can learn from the late great hip hop artist, Nipsey Hussle. Let's go. It's intended to inspire you. It's intended to have you stand up in your circumstances, no matter what it is you're going through, and demand change for the better. I am your host, Jeff Martin of JeffADMartin.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. We got a real somber, somber situation. The late, great hip-hop artist Nipsey Hussle has passed away. And we want to talk about the life lessons that we've learned from his career and what he's gone through and what he's been able to build. But before we get into that, I just want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to this episode. For all of you who have clicked play, for all of you who have downloaded, for all of you who have subscribed, for all of you who have left a five-star rating. Do me a favor, if you are a regular listener, even if you're tuning in for the very first time, please do me a favor and just go back. I'll pause this or you can pause this. I'll wait for you and just do me a favor and leave that five-star rating in review because when you are able to do that, it allows this podcast to grow. More people will see it. More people will hear about it and it's going to bless more and more lives. And that's really what I believe my purpose is on this world to help people become their best self. And I can do that with your help. So if you leave a five-star rating in review, that will help me out so, so much. But going back to what I was just talking about, I want to thank all of you for tuning in because I know that your time is extremely valuable. You could be using your time to do a whole lot of other things, but you've decided to listen into my voice for a few minutes to take up just a moment of your day. Because of that, I am extremely grateful for you. As I said before, we've lost a great one, a great hip-hop artist named Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle was an artist, a hip-hop artist, a hip-hop renaissance. And to be honest, he may not have been the biggest artist out there, but he really was making a change. Maybe not so much with his music, but with his work outside of the hip-hop industry. Now, you may be a hip-hop fan or you may not be. But understand, there are so many lessons that you can learn from other people. I really do believe this is the way we grow. When you hear other people's stories, when you hear what they've been through and how they were able to overcome, it gives you the confidence, it gives you the inspiration, it gives you the motivation to push forward yourself. I think every single life on this earth is valuable. It means something. So when we lose someone in a tragic type circumstance, I think it's so important that we take a moment to honor them and really reflect. If they are the type of person who's really giving back to this world, then I think it's so important that we take a moment to reflect on the benefits that they've been able to leave in this world. Now, going back just later on this week or earlier this week, rather, Nipsey Hussle was outside of his his complex uh, where he owns a store and the strip plaza and he was shot and killed. He was 33 years old. Nipsey 
was involved uh, growing up with uh, the gang life and he got involved with drug dealing. And we'll speak about some of that as well. However, he really put everything down at one point or the other and really took his music seriously. He became a serious celebrity, a serious hip hop artist who really loved his work. But not only did he love his work, he absolutely loved his community. Now, I'll be honest with you. I'm not that familiar with all of Nipsey Hussle's uh, collection, all of his music, because I made a, a commitment to myself a while ago that I was going to cut out the things that weren't going to benefit me, meaning that I was going to cut out TV, not watching as much TV. I was going to cut out listening to all the music I was listening to because the way I saw it was that was time that I could use to really edify my own mind, whether it be listening to podcasts or listening to ebooks or writing my own book, creating my own uh, dreams and visions and, and pushing forward on those. That was time taken away from that. So I don't know Nipsey Hussle's full catalog of music, but what I have got to really understand is his life and how he was able to give back to his community. Why? Because he loved his community. There are many, many lessons that we can take from the, the things that he did in his life. And I want to share just a few of them with you, because I really do believe, again, we can learn from the experience of others. We don't want his life to be in vain. We don't want it just to be he was here for no reason and it just passed. Let's learn from him. Let's learn from anybody who has been taken from us and see if we can apply the life lessons from their own life to ours. So here are a few things I was able to pull out doing some research on Nipsey and really looking into some of the blog posts that people wrote and some of the comments people wrote. There were some amazing things that were written about him. And I want to share some of them with you today so you can take these lessons and apply them to your own life. Number one, buying back the block, meaning investing in real estate. This is so cool. Listen to this. Nipsey said, I owned the block where I used to hustle from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. I hustled, then I rented. Now me and David Gross, which is his partner, will own Crenshaw. He is from Crenshaw, which is, which is an area in Los Angeles, California. We will own Crenshaw. So just to kind of dive in a little bit to what he's talking about here. Nipsey used to sell drugs. At one point in time in his life, he believed that was the way he was going to survive. He sold drugs and he would often stand in front of a strip plaza. And as he said himself, he would be out there from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Just straight hustling, getting his hustle on, making money illegally. He'd be standing out there. And the joke is, is that while he's standing out there all day, there'd be times that he wants to use the washroom and the store owners in the strip plaza. They would just deny him to his toilet access because they're like, listen, you are out there doing criminal activity. We want nothing to do with it or nothing to do with you. Funny enough, fast forward many, many years. And now Nipsey is a huge uh, a hip hop artist. He's making hits and, and music that is being listened to and danced to all around the world. Now he has a little bit of money in his pocket, but he realizes that he has to give back to his community because he loves his community. So in the same strip plaza where he used to sell drugs, he goes back and he rents out one of the units. He creates a clothing company and in this clothing company, He's able to bring in youth and, and young people from the neighborhood to show them how making a company, building a successful company actually works. 
He was able to use his shop as a mentorship place to show these young kids how to become an entrepreneur. Nipsey's business sense was so good that that store became an absolute hit and started to make a lot of money, started to be somewhat successful. Nipsey took this money, partnered up, as he says here, with his partner, David Gross, and they actually buy the entire strip plaza, which is absolutely insane. So it's funny because at one point in time, the owners of that strip plaza would not allow him in to even use their toilets. But now Nipsey owns the joints. So all these store owners that used to deny him using the washroom, they now have to pay rent to him. Owning real estate to Nipsey was important. This goes back to what we've spoken about in past episodes, investment, investing into things that are going to turn around and make you money. It's going to put you in a financial position that you're going to do well. Investment in, in real estate, I think, is absolutely fabulous. And no matter where you are listening to this in this world, I would imagine wherever you live, investing in real estate is never really a bad thing for the most part. Now, I am not your financial advisor, so please don't take that last line and run with it and say you're gonna sue me. Do your own research in where you live, wherever it is you live, what city, what country you live in. But generally speaking, investing in real estate, generally speaking, is a pretty good idea. It's a pretty lucrative situation. And again, Nipsey was able to turn his life around in the same plaza he used to sell drugs at he now owns, and his goal was to turn around and own Crenshaw, the neighborhood of Crenshaw. Here's another one. Nipsey calls this the hustle-nomics. You learn all the secrets to the game on the way up. Most folks want to step, want to skip the process. When you skip steps, you miss lessons. The process is so important on whatever it is you're looking to create. I've spoken about this before. Let's talk about my children's book because again, that is my experience. If I gave somebody a bunch of money and I said, create this for me, and then I got it back, it would be great. But I wouldn't know how to go about creating my own type of circumstance. I wouldn't know how to go about creating a second book if that's what I chose to do. Because I went through the process of creating my children's book, and trust me, the process was grueling. I had some headaches, I had some hiccups, I had some ups, I had some downs, but in the end, I learned how to do it. This podcast is another personal example. In the beginning, there was a ton of hiccups, there was a ton of problems, but I was able to get through it. Why? Because I stayed consistent and I kept hustling at the podcast game. I kept hustling at the children's book game until I was able to become successful. You have to learn all the steps along your journey, whatever your journey might be. If you want to become a chef, if you want to become a car salesman, if you want to open a garage, whatever it is for you, take what I'm saying and apply it to your own life. You, but whatever it is, you have to take all the steps. When you start skipping steps, you miss the life lessons. Here's another one from Nipsey Hussle, what, a lesson that I feel is so important. This one he calls the turn up versus the own up. It isn't cool to be in the club spending all of your money or having cars or jewelry, but you don't own any real estate, a fourplex. If the answer is no, then you're not a real hustler. 
So this kind of ties into the first one that I talked about, but we're talking about turning up versus owning up. And this is something that I can attest to so, so well. There's a time in my life where, yep, I was going out and doing my thing. And, you know, even back in the day when I used to get into or be involved with bodyguard work, I'd spend a lot of nights in the clubs. Why? Because that was my job. I was out there working with, you know, a certain echelon of people who needed a bodyguard. So I'd be in the clubs quite a bit. And I can tell you that even though time has gone by, like I'm talking about, it's been got to be at least 20 years for me going back to those days when I was in the club pretty much every night working. I could tell you that there are a ton of people that I know who used to be in the clubs back then and they're still in the clubs now. The only difference is the year. You know what I'm saying? Like they're still out there partying like it was 1999, as Prince would say. What I'm saying is if you want to party, Knock yourself out. Go ahead. But you're going to be out in the club spending money on champagne, spending money on new clothes, on new shoes, on that ride, trying to look all fly for those women or for those men. But in the end, do you own real estate? Do you have a mortgage? Do you have something invested? Do you have something that if you were to get sick tomorrow, you can rely on that money? Do you have a circumstance that you're building some type of legacy legacy for yourself? Do you have something lined up where if your family needed help, you can help them? If you can't own up, if you can't own your home, if you can't own your car, if you can't own a piece of real estate, if you can't own a circumstance where you're building a business or building your life to become someone better, then it makes no sense to be turned up. It makes no sense to be up in the clubs, partying in the bars, knocking yourself out, going crazy when nothing is lined up on the outside. So Nipsey, again, this is a great life lesson that I think that many people need to hear. This might not be for everybody, but this lesson here, trust me, is for that one person, those two people that you know who are always partying. And listen, there's nothing wrong with having fun in life. You gotta have fun, go out, party if that's your thing. But what I'm saying is there's gotta be some type of balance. What Nipsey's saying here is that there's gotta be some type of balance. If you're gonna party, have your fun, but ensure that you have something for yourself on the outside, a little bit of money in the bank. Again, real estate investments, stock investments, whatever it is that's going to secure you, but ensure that that side of your life is taken care of before you go out there and spend all your money on J's and clubs and jewelry and all that type of stuff. Here's another great lesson from the late, great Nipsey Hussle. He's quoted in saying, me and Puff, as in Puff Daddy, had a real good convo. I was like, you know, bro, I ain't one of those dudes who are trying to get up under you. I know there are people out there who are trying to steal your energy and resources from you. And Puff answered back, nah, bro, I'm in LA. I respect your movement. Let's build. I love this quote here that, that Nipsey talks about in the interview because he's talking about building. He stepped up to Puff, Puff Daddy. And for those of you who may not know Puff Daddy, Sean Combs, he is a guru when it comes to the music game. He has built such an empire, it's, been, it's just insane. Now, when it comes to the ladder of music, someone like Nipsey Hussle may not be or is not necessarily as high on the charts uh, than, than Puff Daddy. But Puff Daddy was like, no, I respect your movements. I see what you're doing. I see your hustle. Let's build. Nipsey went after Puff. Now, this is the thing. Nipsey doesn't have a whole lot of hits out there when it comes to music. Nipsey doesn't have a ton of songs on the Billboard charts. 
But if you notice, he's been able to capture the big names in the music business. Again, from Puff Daddy to Kendrick Lamar to The Dream. These are people who uh, most people would die to work with. But again, Nipsey, because he stayed steady, because he built his relationships, he was able to reach out to people who were real notable in the game and actually work with them. He formed relationships. See, I apply this to you and I apply this even to me because it's so important that we form relationships. You go out there and you meet people, you never know what you might need from them in the future or they might need from you. You never know how you can help each other build. So you keep that relationship, you form that relationship. Every once in a while, send them a text, send them an email, send them a call and just say, hey, just reaching out, hope you're doing well. Because one day when you need that person, you're not going to be that stranger because you've been working on your game, you've been working on building up that relationship a bit by bit until that day comes when you're like, yep, I can actually help this person in this area or this person can help me grow my business. But building that relationship is so important. And again, using the example that Nipsey used with Puff Daddy in the conversation I just shared with you, it really just shows you that you have to continue to build on that relationship because you never know when you can use someone's help to propel your own career forward or you helping to propel their career forward. Here's another lesson. This is, listen, this one here is a powerful, powerful lesson that I've taken from Nipsey. This lesson is, Know your worth. Know your worth. See, in this example, Nipsey in 2013 created a mixtape. And for those of you who may not know what a mixtape is, that's putting your music out on a CD or an MP3 or something to let people hear your music and what you got going on. Now, this mixtape that Nipsey put together, he decided he was going to sell it. Now, for those of you who may not know, again, mixtapes are generally given out. Like if you're leaving a club, if you're leaving a, a party, if you know someone who's into music, chances are they've thrown a CD at you and say, hey, give this a listen or an MP3 or a thumb drive and say, hey, give this a listen. This is their music they're trying to put out into the world to get you kind of hooked to their music. So as they put out more and more music, you'll become a fan. Most people give this stuff out for free. But Nipsey decided that he wants to put worth on what he was doing. He wants to put value on it. So what he did was he created a number of, of CDs, a number of mixtapes, and he sold them for $100 each. Now, some of you might be thinking, if something's usually given out for free, how did he sell it for $100? Because he believed in his worth. He knew exactly what he was putting out there and he knew that it was worth something. His talent, everything that he's done to grind and become the rapper who he's become today, he knew what he was able to put into it and he used it to show his worth. And so again, he sold each mixtape for $100. My man Jay-Z reached out and was like, yup, I'm gonna buy a bunch from you. And Jay-Z bought a bunch from uh, mixtapes from him and everybody slowly, one by one, he started to sell these mixtapes until he made 100 grand. He took that 100 grand and he invested it. He came up with that 100 grand, why? Because he recognized his worth. Many of us don't recognize our worth. 
We know that we have a product. We know we have something special. We know how we have something that could change the world. But because we're a little scared or nervous of what people might say, we're scared or nervous of the competition. We say, uh, I'm going to go down to a, a lower price because I don't want people to think that I'm trying to gouge them or I don't want people to think that I'm, I'm better than I am. You have the skills. You have the ability. You have to know your worth and charge accordingly. Now, with this idea work with everybody i don't know if you're a mixtape artist or if you're a rapper or a singer and you come out with a mixtape and if you sell it for a hundred dollars will it sell i believe it will you got to put the time and the effort in and, and to convince people and have to understand why it's worth a hundred dollars but again when you know and really recognize and understand your worth it doesn't matter if it takes you two years to sell these mixtapes when you sell them for $100, you're going to sell them when you understand and know your true value. A last lesson that we've learned from Nipsey Hussle. And listen, there are so many lessons that we can learn, but of course, a podcast can only be so long. A last lesson that I want to share with you in regards to Nipsey Hussle. Success is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's not a 100 meter race. It's a marathon. It's going to take you time to build. Listen to this. Nipsey invested in building his own label and he partnered with. So he didn't actually sign to a major label. He partnered with Atlanta Records for a long term deal. Rather than focusing on billboard hits and making those songs that are going to play on the airways every three seconds, he focused on his long-term success and made long-lasting deals that would last him, that would be bigger and better in the long run rather than trying to make a quick bubblegum uh, song right away to have it play on all the, the, the radio stations and then have the radio stations drop it within three weeks. Nipsey could have did that and made a whole lot of money by making some quick bubblegum raps and putting them on the radio, but Nipsey decided to play the long game. Again, because he realized that life is not a sprint, it's a marathon. And again, this is something for me that I have to remind myself about every day because I want my success now. I want the success now because I want to make a difference today. But sometimes you got to stop and recognize you are making a difference exactly where you are. And the bigger difference that you can make in the future all stems from the difference you're making today. So even though you're running now, you are still moving forward. Yep, it's not a sprint. You're not in a full-out sprint because the race you're in is a marathon. So even though you're moving and you're not moving as fast as sometimes you would like to, understand that you're still going forward. And when you're going forward and continue to go forward and you don't stop, that is your marathon. If you look at real-life runners, a sprinter would put all everything, like he would go all out in a 100 meter sprint. If you put him at 150 meters, he, prob he or she probably won't last. But when you're running a marathon, you train for the long game. You train to be out there running for a while. And that's something that all of us in our lives have to really focus on, is training for the long game. So again, you're taking your steps, you're running, even if you running the marathon and someone else running a sprint, start at the exact same starting line and they take off on you, and the first 50 meters, they blow you out of the water, you're moving forward anyway. And you're making change as you move forward anyway. And as you get to that 100 meter line and you pass that sprinter who has stopped, you keep going and you're building and you're growing and you're creating 
and you're meeting people and you're networking and everything that has to do with building up who you are or building up your company, you're able to do it. Why? Because you're not running a sprint, you are running a marathon. And again, based on the lessons that we learned from Nipsey, he was trying to do the exact same thing. I go back to the fact that he owned a business in that strip plaza, then he turned around and bought the strip plaza, and the word was that he had a lot of plans to rip down the strip plaza and recreate it so it would have more businesses that were successful, more jobs, and then as he says, to buy Crenshaw itself, meaning just to continue to buy more and more property. It was a long game for him. It really needs to be a long game for all of us as well. All right, good people, listen up. It's a sad moment when we lose somebody who's been able to take his life and turn it from nothing to something. This was a young man who grew up in a circumstance where he was surrounded by gang and gang activity. This is a situation where a young man was raised without a father in his life. This is a circumstance where a young man believed that selling drugs on the corner was the way to go. But soon enough, he realized that he had more value than the drugs that he was selling. And eventually he dropped it all and decided to pursue his passion. And this is the great thing. Even though he found success, even though he found a level of celebrity, he was still able to do what he knew was right. And that was to give back to his community. Nipsey has done so much for the youth and the young people within his community. He was such a mentor. He was helping people become entrepreneurs and start their own businesses. He even created a situation where the youth in his community were connected to a couple of companies in Silicon Valley. Understand the area of Crenshaw in Los Angeles, California is an area that has often been forgotten. It's an area that has been full of gang and gang activity and crime for many, many years. But Nipsey decided that he was going to take it on himself to make a change, to be the change, to be a change maker. I think there's so much that we can learn from his life. And although he started in situations that were criminal, he started in situations that were maybe not so good morally, he turned his life around to really create something better for himself and something better for his community. I think Nipsey is someone that we could all look at as someone that we could strive to be like. There are so many lessons that we can take from his life and it's such a pity at the age of 33, this world has lost a beautiful soul. Nipsey, because of your work, because of your efforts, because of your zeal to want to change the community, my brother, I salute you. May you rest in peace. All right, good people. I will see you at the top of the next episode. Peace. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life. Grinding all my life, look, I'm married to this gang, that's who I made my wife. Said I'd die alone, I told that bitch probably right. One thing that's for sure, not a stranger to this life. Got a safe that's full of Franklin's and a shoulder full of stripes. Ah, don't know a nigga like myself. I say self-made, meaning I design myself. County jail fade, you can pull my foul yourself. Spot rage, swallow rocks, I'm getting myself. Look, damn right I like the life I built. 
west side 60, I might got killed. Standing so tall, they think I might got stills. Legendary baller like Mike, like Will. 96 Impala, thug life on wheels. Up against the wall, squabble at Fox Hills. Like a mother boss, ask me how I feel. Successful street, touching their first meals. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Want a slice, got the roll of dice.